Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. In our subconscious mind, our habitual way of seeing the world, our habitual way of being, our paradigm. A paradigm is just a multitude of habits that are stored in our subconscious mind, and that governs our habitual behavior. And most of our behavior is habitual. So that's why we can get pulled back into the past because it's what we know. And that's what our subconscious mind is really geared toward doing is keeping us comfortable and in the cycle of what we already know. And when we're stretching and growing and really starting to figure out, well, what is my purpose? What do I want? Our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between positive and negative. It just feels that energy and that stretching and stress. And it automatically wants to pull us back to our comfort zone. So we have to really be well-versed and aware, first and foremost, that we do have paradigms, and then we have to understand how do we change them. Successful people begin where failures leave off. Never settle for just getting the job done. Excel, Tom Hopkins. Welcome, welcome, my people performer. And I really trust that you're safe, that you're doing well, that you're protecting yourself. And I want to welcome you to episode 207 of the Entrepreneur You podcast. I'm your host, Henniko Watkins-Porter. Today's episode is with Laura Noel. Now, Laura is an executive business and personal development consultant who works with organizations and individuals to help streamline business processes while maximizing profits. Yes, maximizing profits as absolutely important. She helps clients stretch their thinking in a way that opens them up to new possibilities. Prior to becoming an entrepreneur and CEO of her own company, Laura studied and taught personal growth, change management, and leadership for over 27 years while serving in the United States Air Force. She has helped solidify goals and improve corporate culture within government agencies department of defense and construction technical insurance and sales organizations so i'm really excited that we're going to be talking about bridging the gap between feeling stuck and finding fulfillment welcome laurel thank you so much for having me i'm really excited to connect with your audience and and with you yes and i'm excited to have you and we're looking forward to a great chat now have you ever had anything um, Jamaican, any Jamaican food, been to any Jamaican parties, any Jamaican dance, what? Anything Jamaican? Oh my gosh. Um, I've, I've had food, uh, but I've never been to Jamaica and oh, what you're describing earlier, I, I want to go there immediately. Yeah. And let me <laughs> just tell my audience, my listeners, what it is that we're describing. So we're just telling Laura that I'm sitting in my home office and pairing through my window with the trees looking, you know, hanging over and the sun is peeking out barely. And it's just a beautiful day. And so it would be nice. It's a good time to be in Jamaica right now. <laughs> All right. So talk to me, um, Laura, about life as a veteran. Well, I'm very grateful 
to have served. Um, honestly, it I knew very early on when I started my journey in college, um, I really started to get curious about ROTC and learning more about the military. And inevitably, I then enlisted in the service. And what I thought was going to be a four-year stint where I finished my degree ended up turning into almost 28 years. And I retired in 2017. And it's honestly, it's been an incredible journey. I, I love what I do. And I know that not everyone who makes that transition from being active duty military to a veteran and being retired makes that transition so smoothly. But I really felt like I keyed in early on my purpose. And that's what really helped me make that transition. Okay, so you talk, you just talked about a P word that is one of my favorites. So talk about purpose. Um, what's your purpose, really? Really, my purpose is to share what I learned and what I now know to be true in terms of, gosh, the power that's locked up inside of us already. Honestly, I've heard my parents say, and a lot of people have heard their family say, you can be anything you want. But it didn't really dawn on me until I started teaching this mindset material that I learned from my mentor and really where I just got it deeply embedded in me and in, in every fiber of my being. So that's my purpose is to help people connect with the awesomeness that's already inside of them, connect with the answers and discover their purpose. Their answers are already inside of them. Um, but typically we're looking outside of ourselves for the direction and it's really just finding, getting them connected and back home, back to home base within them. Mm -hmm. It's funny you said that, you know, we've always heard, you know, you can do this, you can do anything you want. And, and so too it is that, you know, we will be immersed in um, situation environments that we are told these things, like we hear them day in, day out. And so they almost become like a cliche. How can we now uncliche them? <laughs> Oh my gosh, these words I make up all the time. How can, <laughs> how can we do that and make it, you know, not just a cliche, but um, to make these things really real for us, you know, whatever the circumstance that we may be faced with? I think a key piece to this is you have to, you have to experience it to believe it. And um, you really... And, and actually, I'll, I'll even backtrack a little bit, is you've got to study yourself and get into the habit of daily habitual study and this idea of continuous education and improvement and education in terms of yourself, learning about yourself. So getting connected with that inner voice, that inner wisdom inside of you, having quiet time to do that, we're, we're so bombarded with all all of this media and social media and all of this technology. And we seem to be bombarded with information, but we seem to know, or we know more, but we seem to do less. So really getting back to home base and finding that quiet so that you can hear yourself think. So it starts there, but then you really need to start formulating um, and, and using your imagination in a way back to hearkening it back to when you were a child, you know, if you, we're encouraged to play with the pots and pans and get out from under our parents' feet when we're little kids. And we're really 
adept at using our imagination and living in this imaginary world in our mind. And we, there's so much creativity there, but just getting back to that, getting back into that quiet, utilizing the imagination again and seeing initially what bubbles up for us, because those are cues um, with regard to what your deeper interests are. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny too, that sometimes when we look back on even our education system, right, we've, we've been taught to, um, in schools, we study these people, like, for example, if you were uh, focused on majoring in university or whatever, on in, in sociology, then you'd be given all these, um, you know, functionalist and Marxist perspective and all these people that you need to study. But there was never, it seemed, an, an emphasis on what you just said before, Laura, on the fact that we need to study ourselves. And some of us are so uncomfortable being in silence and being in a space where we are alone and we're hearing our voices. It's almost like we want to run away from ourselves. Now, how can we cultivate an atmosphere that will allow us to, what I've been now saying and, and, and terming, slow down and live? And this is really as a result of experiences that I would have been through um, with my health recently. How do we cultivate an environment that we can slow down and live? Mm. Start small. So when I say and I tell people to really get quiet and connect with themselves, I mean, that's essential, but not everyone's going to sit down for an hour or two hours and meditate. It's just, you know, I, I get it. It's and I don't even do that. But starting small, start from where you're at. And that quiet time doesn't have to necessarily be sitting in a room alone in silence, it could simply be just going for a walk for 20 minutes in nature without the music and just listening and being aware and present in the sounds of nature. That's, that's connecting with yourself. I mean, we're all connected. We're connected to nature um, uh, with no expectation of you know, making yourself think something or no expectations of trying to do anything. Just get comfortable on a small scale with being. And it, it could be just being outside, going for a walk. It could be just listening to some soft music for five minutes. Or it could be just checking in with yourself and asking yourself in this moment right now, what am I thinking right now? How do I feel right now? How do I feel in my body right now? And just noticing. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or going outside, like one of my no favorite pastime to do is to go outside and look in my in my lawn and just pull weeds from the lawn, you know? <laughs> it's just so therapeutic. Um, yeah. Uh, those are all things that work for us to slow us down. And nature doesn't ask anything of us, really. It just asks that we just be, you know, to live in harmony with it. Um, let's talk about what we mentioned earlier, bridging the gap between feeling stuck and, and finding that fulfillment in life. Now, so many people, and particularly in this pandemic season, so many people are feeling so stuck, feeling as though there is no hope. There is no way out. This is, woe is me. I am going, I am, I'm in a messy situation. Um, how does one move particularly out of this time? into 
finding um, fulfillment, into being unstuck and finding the fulfillment that life really has to offer? First, and I know that everything we're experiencing that's going on in the world, I mean, we're feeling it. It's real. But when we focus our attention on things that aren't working, it's it's how our brain is even wired. But when we focus our attention on, you know, the woe is me, why things aren't working, the situation isn't the way I want it to be, we will always find similar thoughts and experiences and, for lack of better words, <laughs> opportunities that are in alignment with those thoughts and those experiences. So it sounds so simplistic, and I know it's not easy to do, but shifting your focus toward, well, I don't want this. If I could have anything, what would I rather have? Or I don't want to feel this way. I'm tired of feeling tired or, you know, that woe is me, you know, state of mind. How would I rather feel? Well, I'd rather feel excited about life. I'd rather feel joyful. I'd rather feel energized. And what kind of thoughts could I think that would be exuberant, joyful thoughts? What kind of things would I be doing when I, you know, in that joyful state? Start thinking thoughts, catching yourself when your mind goes to that, the negative side, or maybe how it is right now, and redirect your thinking because over time, your mind then will take over. Your mind filters out information. You're taking in so much every minute, but it'll start filtering out information that's kind of the old version of the woe is me, you, and it'll start highlighting opportunities and ideas and creativity that are in alignment with these new thoughts, these new um, notions that you would like to be connected with. So it's it's practice. You have to first be aware of how you're feeling and what you're thinking, and then choose the opposite of that. What would you rather? And then catch yourself in the act when your mind wanders and goes back to its old habitual way of thinking and redirect it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when, I, when I'm sitting here talking with you, Laura, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, um, under no circumstance will I discount the severity of the period that we're in. Um, but I'm also thinking to myself, if it is you, you had a propensity um, before now, prior to now, to be a positive thinker, and you are a positive thinker versus someone who is always in a negative state of mind and, you know, being so negative and, 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 and perhaps even toxic. So compare those two uh, states of mind with uh, compare each other and see. So now who has the greater potential to rise above even this uh, difficult time with much more ease? Uh, You know what, that is such a beautiful question, because I'm a firm believer. I don't care what you've done in the past, what you've thought in the past, how you've acted in the past your mistakes, your degrees, your credentials, none of that matters in terms of what you're capable of doing. So both the positive thinker and the person who's been kind of stuck in a negative loop, they equally have the same potential to catapult themselves forward. That's the beauty of this. It, you know, it doesn't matter. There's nothing that you've done in the past that 
has to have an influence on what you're capable of doing in the future. Wow. Wow. So even like, you know, I always tell people like everything in life, there's, you shouldn't get stuck at any one place because even your good experiences, even those, they are just that. They are experiences that, that are, that are meant to, um, to help you to define going forward and how you go forward. You should never dwell on any experience, whether bad or good. Of course, they help. They do serve their purpose in terms of helping for you to, um, you know, to assess and, and see where, where you can go and the possibilities. But they're, they're never meant for you to dwell. They're just experience that. What are you thought? What are your thoughts on that? Yes. Um, you can, if you want to do something. So I have a lot of people who, are um, maybe working in a job and they want to do something completely different or they're working in a, a job and they want to become an entrepreneur or they're just in a state of transition. And you you have to get clear on what you want first. And that comes from your imagination. That comes from inside of you. So listening to that voice, getting clarity on that. But then after that, if you don't have the skills to do what you want, then yes, you know, you can get the skills to move forward. You can lean on the skills that you've previously implemented and learned. So that's a good way to look back and utilize what you've what you've already done um, to help you move forward. But it's not an anchor. So I want people to focus first on what they want with paying no mind at initially to the skills they have or they don't have. I just want them to focus on what they want. Then we'll figure out, well, how do we do that? Oh, well, we can leverage some of the skills we have. Where are some of the gaps in in what I need to know? Can I get the knowledge from somebody else? Can I rely on somebody else to fill this gap for me? Is it something I need to learn? So absolutely, we can use the past to um, help us build the model to create the vision that we've imagined. Um, but it doesn't have to hold us back. We don't have to utilize just what we've done in the past, because if we do, we're going to create the same level of results because it's all based on the past mm -hmm. and not the future. Right. Because, you know, we can be victims of our own success and that now becomes a, a moment of complacency or, you know, an avenue for complacency, really. Um, because we're not really motivated to go beyond that because we thought, oh, that was a height for us. You know, subconsciously, our mind tells us all these things and, and we believe them. And that is why, you know, it's about knowing. It's not really about what we feel, but what we know and what it is that we, as you rightfully say, Laurel, um, we want to accomplish and see what it is we can take from our past experiences to serve us as we go forward. Absolutely. And it's interesting because you mentioned the subconscious mind and in our subconscious mind is it, our habitual way of seeing the world, our habitual way of being, our paradigm. It's a paradigm is just a multitude of habits that are stored in our subconscious mind. And that governs our habitual behavior. And most of our behavior is habitual. So that's why we can get pulled back into the past and because it's what we know. And that's what our subconscious mind is really geared toward doing is keeping us comfortable and in the cycle of what we already know. And when we're stretching and growing and and really starting to figure out, well, what is my purpose? What do I want? Our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between positive and negative. It just feels that energy and that stretching and stress. 
and it automatically wants to pull us back to our comfort zone. So we have to really be well-versed and aware, first and foremost, that we do have paradigms, you know, those multitude of habits that are in our subconscious mind that are keeping us stuck. And then we have to understand how do we change them and start redirecting our thoughts and focus, build a new model that's in alignment with our new beautiful vision. Right. And and speaking of building building that model, um, whatever serve whatever brought us to here won't take us there is what I like to think. And so obviously that model is going to change as we get to the next um or next level success or the model should be changing. Is is that your belief as well? It is. And if if the model's not changing, if you're not if you're not excited and scared at the same time moving forward, then you're not growing. You're moving laterally. And we we have to be willing to continually push ourselves. And it doesn't mean that we're pushing ourselves and working hard. Working hard is the, the worst way to, to move forward. We want to work smart by checking in with our inner voice and our intuition and allowing that to guide us. Using our imagination, for example, these mental faculties we've been blessed with. But that's how you, that's how you move. If you're not stretching yourself, then and you're not building a new model using your mental faculties, then you're exactly right. You're just you're treading water. You're doing more of the same, even if it looks like you're busy. <laughs> busy doesn't necessarily mean you're moving forward. Absolutely. And 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 have I learned that lesson? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. So you have served as I mean we've said that before, you know, as a veteran and um you've been in the U- United States Air Force for a number of years. What have you learned from that experience that you have now taken over to your clients, to your own personal life that is now bridging the gap between feeling stuck and finding that fulfillment um, that you are going after? I would say discipline. Um, And I don't mean discipline in, I mean, it takes discipline to get up in the morning and do your workout. It takes discipline to build a business, but I'm talking about discipline over your mind. So really success is I used to think discipline was in doing the hard work and that's that was the old me but through my service and through transitioning into working with the mind I've come to realize that discipline really is in your thinking it your success is determined 95% of the time through your thoughts your thinking and 5% actually physically doing. Well, you know, I'm really excited and more excited about this conversation. And I'm looking at the time and I'm saying, you know what, I, I need to wrap in a, you know, in a little while. But when I think about it, you know, the more we, um, because I used to think that we just got to do, do, do and, and being disciplined, like you, like you've said, is doing the things you're disciplined enough. You're going to keep to your schedule and you're going to do it. But I've now recognized as, as, as I continue on this new path of health and slowing down and, and just looking at my whole life, you know, as a whole, the holistic parts of me, I realize that discipline is really about the thoughts, the things that I'm saying to myself, the things that I say about other people in my mind, the things that, um, you know, I, I need to, to change my lifestyle, my entire lifestyle in terms of health and making sure I'm walking every day and I'm eating the right things. And all of those things have such a great impact on who I am and who I'm going to show up as and how I'm going to show up to my clients. So, I mean, you have made such a poignant point and thank you for sharing that, Laurel. 
Oh, thank you so much. No, and thank you for sharing your experience. I mean, right, it takes, if you're already the type of person who works hard and does a lot of things, that that could be, and I talk to a lot of people who are just stuck in work, 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 but that's what they know. So that's their comfort zone. And it takes far more mental um, discipline to be quiet and to slow down, even though you're physically doing less, which that's, that's a hard thing to reconcile initially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But once you get there, believe me, it's a beautiful place. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to ask you at this point, Laura, to wrap with your final thoughts. One, two, to find, I'm giving you a lot of things to do, right? Wrap with your <laughs> final thoughts to, to share how might my community get in touch with you. And finally, to share the giveaway that you did tell me that you have for my community. So your final thoughts, your social media, or wherever you want to send or community, as well as um, your giveaway. Go right ahead. Okay. So I, one of my favorite beliefs, and this has been life-changing for me, is make decisions like the person you want to become. That will automatically take you out of creating more of the same based on the things that you've been doing, the things that you know, your paradigm. So when you build the image of the person you want to become living your dream, your business, whatever that looks like for you, make decisions like that person, not like the person you're standing in your shoes right now. Um, Also, I have a, a special welcome page for all of your listeners And it's stretchintosuccess.com backslash T-E-Y. And on that page, there are a few giveaways. Uh, One is a free download. It's six mindset changing techniques to achieve a more fulfilled life. So those are some things that will get you pointed in the right direction if you're just starting out on this journey. Um, The next little freebie here is I do a workshop every other month usually, and we dive into this material for five days, five full days, but an hour each day, because I want you to do work and experience it. I don't want you to just learn something from a webinar and then, and then got it because don't, you have to apply it. And so that's what my workshops are designed to do. And those are free. And then if something resonates with you and you want to get a little more insight on what your paradigms might be, where you might be getting stuck. We all have blind spots. You can also book a call with me and we can connect in that way. And that's all on that page, uh, stretchintosuccess.com backslash T-E-Y. Well, thank you so very much, Laura, Laura Noel. And um, know that, you know, my community is inspired by what you had to share, um, your knowledge, your wealth of knowledge and Um, just your wisdom. So thank you so much. And I wish you all the best as you continue to serve this world. Thank you so much. I'm deep gratitude for you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And thank you, my amazing community for tuning into this episode with Laura Noel. I certainly look forward to connecting with you next week. So in the meantime, Of course, I would love the opportunity to coach you one-to-one to to start your podcast or 
If you're not interested in starting a podcast, and I'd love for you to become a part of my upcoming mastermind sessions, my mastermind group, so that you can level up, you can have each other, bounce ideas of each other. None of us is as smart as all of us. And so together there is more synergy. And so one plus one becomes more than two. All right. So I look forward to having you there. Just visit com. And send me a message via WhatsApp, which is right on the home screen. You'll see the icon. And so I can help you on your journey. This week's point of hope. He holds success in store for the upright. He's a shield to those whose walk is blameless. Proverbs 2 verse 7. Walk good. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing? Or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange.